bringing you the truth or something like the truth. This is the Bottom Line Podcast from 100.7 The Score. I'm Mike Hebert, owner of Cantex Roofing and Construction. Every day is game day and we'll get it right when it comes to your roofing, construction, windows and mirrors. Call Cantex Roofing and Construction today. Together, we are one serving you. Welcome back to the bottom line. You've got us on 100.7 The Score and 107thescore.com. Clint Scott, Matt Essenson, Ben Porman behind the glass. We'll have the high school fan zone tonight. Again, it is the uh, new lineup for the high school fan zone. You'll hear it on Monday nights and Wednesday nights. Monday night, it's uh, LISD. Uh, so you'll hear four schools tonight with Garrett Left as they join him here in the First United Bank studio where we are currently. It is Matty Ice. It's conference championship week. Uh, in the Big 12, you will have, of course, Oklahoma State, who tried to play away their spot against BYU. I think, uh, of course, the Texas side is there, so that's gross. Um, you didn't really get in the way of that at all. Um, which is extra gross. Um, but if you were on the side of wanting to at least tease the Sooners along, that Oklahoma State game was hilarious. Um, because BYU has them in an early hole. Looked a lot like their Houston win, if we're being honest. Um, and then go into overtime, double overtime, and win it there. Uh, and, and for BYU and for Oklahoma, more specifically, you lose your spot there. Uh, on a fumble there on first or second down after the completion. Like, it, just a dangling it. It was the uh, the Geico commercial where the guy has the fishing pole. He's like, I got you a dollar. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Quicker than that. It was like that. <laughs> so, I mean, uh, you'd rather none of them be in it. And I, I said this on Friday, and I stand by it. If I could, I would switch out Oklahoma for Texas. I don't know why. It just feels like that would be far more palatable. But... That happened. So you have Oklahoma State and Texas. Uh, in the Pac-12, you have Oregon and Washington. Uh, ACC, it's Louisville and Florida State, uh, who even without their star quarterback, they pick up a win over Florida. Yeah. The Big Ten, Michigan and Iowa and Georgia and Alabama will play in the SEC championship game. So just to continue on with what you were talking about with Texas, I do agree, you know, might as well dive right in and add to the grossness. Like that's a college football playoff caliber roster, no doubt. Unless I saw your face when you had to get those words out. I yeah. know it was tough. I'm sorry. Yeah. Unless Florida State beats Louisville because they're undefeated, they should be in. Mm-hmm. And then Washington beats Oregon, um, which right now, I know that they beat them there in Washington earlier in the season, but Oregon's playing outstanding football. You may get into the argument, should it be Oregon or should it be Texas as a one-loss team? Like, who has the better wins? Does does either, does the Pac-12, let me ask you this, does the Pac-12, in your opinion, have a guaranteed fit in, no matter who wins that game? I think they should. I mean, you've had, if you're going from the Big 12 to the Pac-12 standpoint, and even the ACC for that matter, um, and this is the one-loss conversation because if you're undefeated, it doesn't matter, well, right? Well, Louisville won't but, get in if they beat Florida no, State. Like no, that's a I, given, and Florida State won't get in if they lose because I think that the voters will see, hey, no starting quarterback. Mm-hmm. We're not going to put them in if you, you know, you, I know you're a one-loss losing in the ACC championship, but to me, it's it's win or nothing mm-hmm. for Florida State. Yeah, I agree. I I think the Pac-12 should have a designated spot. Um, whether Oregon wins it and goes in with the loss, or Wash, you know, if Washington stays undefeated, then yeah, duh, you know, so you know, they're they're in because they've had they've had better teams, they've had better football top to bottom, especially on the high end of that conference, than what the Big Twelve has, and to me, what the ACC has. So, um, which is funny again that this is the year before they die, essentially. Um, this has been a really good conference. It would be. The question I would have with Oregon beating Washington is do I put them over an Ohio State that just lost to the number two team in the country? Although they're not playing for a conference championship, you're talking about two one-loss teams. I still think yes because I think you have the extra game there. And I think that the the big the big one is obviously, and we're talking about if, if Texas finishes out the season and wins and they have their one loss. 
Mm -hmm. um, will they jump up that high? I personally think they will. I think if they went out, um, I think you're the the kind of turmoil that could happen is if Alabama beats Georgia. Oh man, because because then are you gonna put the team over the team that beat you? Uh-huh. I think. For some reason, every year I'm always in this mindset that they want Alabama in every playoffs, no matter what. <laughs> as much as I like to try to dog on the SEC, like they're the one, the, the SEC and the Big Ten are the ones with a designated spot. Like those are the two. What? And that's even if even if Iowa were to somehow upset Michigan, that would be TCU from last year, mm-hmm. except better. Like they would still be in. Um, that would be. That might cause the most chaos because then you're going, well, that's a back-to-back national champion. Georgia went undefeated. Um, do they get into the fourth spot? I, if I'm if i just rooting for chaos as long as it keeps Texas out. I, I, would, I will go on the record and just say if Alabama upsets Georgia, you will see two SEC teams in there because they will put both of them in there. I think Michigan gets in and one of the, the – Power Five champions, Texas, or the winner of Oregon and Washington will be sitting out. I think that that's what I would predict would happen. I think they would jump Bama up that high if they beat number one, uh-huh. Georgia. I, I I think the part I disagree with is if Washington was undefeated, they're going to be in, and they deserve to be. That, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Washington would be. Right, but no, it's, so if if, if... if Alabama wins, uh-huh. you'll have Georgia and Alabama. Yes. Michigan. Huh? Somebody's getting left out out of the Big Twelve oh, ACC and Pac twelve. Yeah, okay, champions. I see what you're saying. Yeah, I Even, thought you were saying they would get jumped regardless yeah. of what happens. And like I said, unless you unless you have your four undefeated teams, which that, is, that's the again at this point, just because I'm you just this makes I'm giving Oklahoma State no shot in this game. I'm hoping that works in my favor and Oklahoma State upsets them. This is my end game at this point. I just don't want Texas. Easy, Thanos. This is what, yeah. This is what I'm rooting for, okay? I have the, the, the gauntlet. I'm trying to snap. I'm trying to make half of their team just disappear. I that's what I'm going for. Like okay. my honestly, my quote unquote chaos at this point is not chaos and just have four undefeated teams and have it go like, yep, on it it was all chalk, essentially. Even though Oregon's the favorite in that Pac-12 championship game, so it'd be it'd be Georgia, Michigan, Florida State, Washington. Is that your that, that your give it? Yes, I'll take that. I'll take that. Yeah. Gosh, I just I I know I know we're in West Texas, but I feel like Texas could line up and and definitely outdo Washington, and I think they would go toe to toe with the other three teams. I don't Florida disagree. State, I think they could beat. I think Florida State's quarterback issue has to weigh well, on yeah, the voters. The Jordan Travis injury, that's the biggest thing um, with that because he was a an outstanding football player. But I think they're good enough still to beat Louisville. Um, I mean, they could get beat. I'm not saying that they're just still going to go out and connect. Like, there's no way they don't lose to the Cardinals, right? Um, but I completely agree that Texas could line up with Oregon, with Washington, with Florida State, um, and beat them. And and maybe even, like, to me, in in the Florida State discussion, um, or Washington was sometimes how they've played, just absolutely wreck them and dominate them. But this goes back to, depending on the situation you're in, when you're looking back, well, you should have taken care of business, circle that Red River rivalry, shootout, showdown, could have been an email game. Out Out of all the teams we've talked about, there's only one team that I'm 100% sure that there's no situation changes their outcome, and that's Georgia. Win or lose, they're in. To me, they're they're undefeated. That's, that's going to be such an... I don't think if they lost to number eight, Alabama, I don't hmm. think that even budges them out of the top four. I think they're still a lock to be in because that would assure there's no four undefeated teams, and I think they would get the hmm. nod. I do. I think they're the only team that's safe. That would be crazy. You would hear the, how do we get the uh, twelve team playoff in this year and some oh, the, the, well, we someone because either way in that situation, like if it's if it were to be Georgia that got beaten and, and and they did get left out, or you know they're in losing that conference championship game, and it's you know Florida State or Washington or Texas and they're the ones that are left out. 
the amount of moaning and crying which i think would probably have some would be have some validity to it would be incredible here, here you yeah florida state win washington win michigan wins alabama beats georgia but they put georgia in over alabama still <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy this is the best time of the year when it comes to college football is seeing all the you know the, the playoffs this might be the the only year i've ever been okay with the 14 playoff because i think that you've got chance you to just screw texas you just want to beat thanos to everybody yes, <laughs> yes. okay fair enough i'm i'm I, the, the conference that i'm rooting for the most just because there will be no more of it is the pac-12 i think it would be really funny uh if they did you know either won the whole thing or at least got a game in and then it's like oh yeah and now they're going to the big 10 it's the bottom line 100.7 the score getting to the point but taking the scenic route to get there. This is the Bottom Line Podcast from 100.7 The Score. It is the uh, bottom line. Real quick, depressing thing to uh, clean up, Jamie. It was not followed with the kickoff return just yet. That was the, like, 69-yard touchdown by oh. Shaden Blue. Much better, right? My bad. <laughs> much. See, much better. I'm glad we, glad we cleared that up. I think there's so much of the game I don't even remember just because it was... I'll, I'll admit to you, I also had the Lady Raider game, um, the audio playing on my phone. Mm-hmm. And so once it got bad, it, it was... I mean... It was on the television, but I think I was listening and paying more attention to the Lady Raiders than I was the football game because mm-hmm. their game was actually entertaining. <laughs> I mean, it stayed on in front of me, but I had work to do and all that, but it was, and this is just not fun. I mean, and uh, I wouldn't say that, I mean, it, it, you're right. There, there was nothing good to pick to me, much good to pick out of this. The uh, the kickoff return, though, to me was an even worse place because it was at the start of the second half. It's like the first thing that happened. We're like, hey, have you put anything together? And it's like, well, doesn't matter. Was it? Yeah. The kickoff return. There goes Keelan Robinson, 95 yards to the house. <laughs> well, there can only be so many uh, kickoffs, right? That they, yeah. got. <laughs> they didn't receive too many of them. Uh, I'm glad we can all cry in our Mountain Dew together. Oh, man. Uh, but I did want to go back because we were started with that text. Um, we got to take the uh, young man to the game with you again. Mm-hmm. Good, which the, is uh, awesome. Yes, yes. Um, and there's no, um, you know, it it makes sense to to get them started early as Red Raider fans and get them to understand the agony that comes with being a Red Raider fan. Sometimes you guys like to make jokes with me about my line about being a Bills fan. You just, yeah. you expect the worst mm-hmm. and hope for something possibly a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Just expect to get kicked right square in the cojones. Okay. Mm-hmm. Just like you did last night. Okay. And so that's, as a Red Raider fan, we have those moments too. Yeah. We have those moments too, but there's also really fun ones with the Red Raiders. You don't really get those as a Bills fan. Have you have you seen? I don't know if we've talked about this. Have you seen the Bills commercial? It's like a credit card commercial, and it's about a lifelong Bills fan, and he just keeps on buying jerseys throughout his life. No. But you never notice anything like all of that positive happening. <laughs> <laughs> like it starts out with they're really excited. He's a kid, and they're in the stands, and that's what like, what starts his Bills fandom. I have and then they're that. all cheering, and then the very next clip is him like in the stands by himself, just like sunken shoulders, like they just. I was like, are Bill's fans okay with this? Because I feel like they're watching this as he progresses through his life and they never really show them winning anything, but he keeps on buying Bill's jerseys. And by the end, he's like buying a Bill's jerseys for his grandchild. And it's like, oh yeah, they're representing the Bills. And wait a minute. There's (laughs) There's a saying in sports that I don't love. Okay. And I don't, I would never want me to call... I would not never want anyone to call me this kind of a Bills fan. There's a saying that we heard just recently. All the long-suffering Texas Rangers fan. Okay? I don't consider myself a long-suffering Buffalo Bills fan. Mm-hmm. Okay? There's ups and downs and there's disappointment and there was four straight Super Bowls and all that. But if my team makes me suffer, I'm probably just going to walk away. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like I've suffered anything. 
Okay. I feel like if they're good dudes and they're guys that you want to root for, then root for them. If they're terrible human beings, then move on. Okay. But it's sports. I don't feel like I've suffered any being a Bills fan. I've experienced disappointment, but that's life. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I'm the whole long suffering Cubs fan or whatever. Well, if it was so bad. Stop watching. Walk away, dude. It's not healthy, man. It's not supposed to make you like your life is miserable. Because if I think like the long suffering, at a certain point, you knew what was going to happen and you didn't go into a season with hope at all. Repeatedly. Yeah. And those long suffering Cubs fans or every long suffering Bills fans right now, like how do we tout them? Like, hey, is this the year? Yeah. And you can debate all you want about, well, you know, would you rather win one championship and then be terrible for 20 straight years and all that? You can make that debate, okay? That's fine, but I don't know. I just, sometimes I think we get, as sports fans, get a little bit, there are people in this world that are suffering. You shouldn't be suffering over your sports team, okay? You know, there are, you know, different religions or Mm. races or people that are put down and all the above. We're sports fans. It's not mm-hmm. suffering. I just think that term is so overused when it comes to my team doesn't win a championship enough. It's like you going to a third world country, right? And there's someone on uh-huh. there barely hanging on with their life and haven't eaten. You're like, four straight Super Bowls, man. You get it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> this guy understands over here. Well, it was nice of the the Bills community to supply those people with t-shirts every year, right? (laughs) Super Bowl champions. As far as they know, I mean, the Bills are the greatest dynasty that's ever played in the NFL. (laughs) The Bills are one of the best. What are you talking about, long suffering? You have Mm -hmm. at least four championships. Mm -hmm. Uh, This (laughs) on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Uh, Offense looked completely unprepared and defense gave up just like I would when I realized our offense wasn't going to do anything. What a shame. I hope our offensive coordinator gets a great head coaching job somewhere soon. At least the uh, defense had some excuses, right, with missing some key guys. Yeah. You know, a mm-hmm. little bit there. I just mm-hmm. think this was this was a bowl game kind of thing to me. One team really wanted to be there and was really motivated, mm-hmm. and the other team just seemed like they were they were good. We're good. Yeah, we got our six wins. We're going to go to a bowl game. We're here to take our punishment. Okay, we're here. I agree. I mean, and I'm not saying that you're saying this. It does not. I mean, it makes it worse to me, right? Because you had, yeah, you didn't have like a, hey, we're going to get in a so much better bowl game if we beat Texas. Or all of a sudden, you know what? They're going to look at us and go, actually, forget about Oklahoma and Kansas State. Why don't you guys go to the Big 12 championship yeah. game? You or, put up a better fight. Hey, I test. I think you guys should be yeah. in the playoff. <laughs> you didn't have any of that. But I mean, for goodness sakes, you, you had... You had something more than just record or bowl placement to play for um, with the, they don't want to call it a rivalry, but it is, it's not their perfect rivalry, but at least to you it is. It should be. Yeah. Um, I mean, it doesn't matter if they're leaving or not. That's an in-state game. That's bottom baseline, in-state game. um, And then could have been, you know, a, a signature win. It would have nice to have seen a signature effort at least. Um. But did, like, on paper, did Texas have more to play for? Absolutely. That doesn't make, like, the no-show to me go, oh, well, you know. Now, who wanted to be 7-5 and five with an upset win anyways? I didn't. <laughs> I didn't care. Nobody's saying that. Yeah. Yeah. Bad. I don't know. It was just bad. Yeah. And some, di- some days, it's all bad. And, and it, like, if, if this had been this game, uh... You know, because West Virginia was not a great result by any means, but it wasn't this bad. Like, if this had been against the Mountaineers instead of the Longhorns, it wouldn't have been great, but it would, it's like it had but, to be Texas of all the years. And granted, it was Texas because Texas is really good, and that's part of it. But I, I just think added in everything that happened with the Your Mark remarks. Um, with everything that they've absolutely held on to uh, and have been waiting to throw it back in your face. Um, it's like, why, of all the games to not show up, why this one? Because it seemed like you had a bunch of things to focus in on to not get pounded into the ground. Yeah, I don't know. Um, 
I can't answer that, Clint. Yeah. I really can't. Um, man, I was hoping you'd have an answer and for the, me. <clears throat> the thing that you hate is that you you went through a lot this year. Um, you were behind the eight ball. You looked like you were dead and buried and weren't going to make a bowl game. And you win three straight games, uh, two of them at home that you should have won, one on the road at Kansas that you caught a little break with their uh, quarterback being hurt. And um, you, you got a top 25 win on the road. I know it's not Alabama, but it was it was a win that you needed to have. And then suddenly, hey, we're bowl eligible. And for a lot of the season, we all questioned whether that was going to happen or not. Mm-hmm. And so they've been through a bunch and they've showed some mental toughness and and fight and all that, and I think that's that's you're allowed to be proud of that as a Red Raider fan. Uh, so it was just disappointing to see all that momentum killed or whatever. And uh, man, you just now you got I don't know how long you've got whether it's two weeks or it's four weeks or whatever. But now you yeah. just got to sit there with that taste in your mouth. This it's a it's a good point too because it kind of to me and maybe maybe we will feel differently in a month or so. Who knows? But it kind of overshadows a lot of the positives that you did end up having this season, like a, you know, winning conference record, back-to-back years, three straight bowl games, all of that, um, back-to-back top twenty-five recruiting classes, the best recruit you've ever signed. I'm granted he's still got to ratings get here, wise, yeah. ratings wise, um, and it does feel right now a lot of that's overshadowed. It's the bottom line of one hundred point seven. The score. <laughs> Bringing you the truth, or something like the truth. This is the Bottom Line Podcast from 100.7 The Score. It's time for the fastest growing game show in the world, Take versus Take. You have the bottom line, a Monday edition here on 100.7 The Score. Clint Scott, Jamie Lint, Ben Porman. I have your questions today, which means Jamie and Ben are about to lock horns. You guys uh, aggressive today? Extremely. Extremely? Mm-hmm. Ben said you look like a pickleball player. So Did he? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Jamie said that you look like you don't work out on Thanksgiving, Ben. So mm. 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 He, said, he said you look like a napper. A napper. It's <laughs> weird. That's what I'm saying. Uh, all right. I want you guys to get on your chef hats for a second. Which, it's funny because if you wear that in any other setting, it's ridiculous, but you wear it in a kitchen and you're like the most respected guy. Um, What's the purpose of a chef hat? I think it's to hide the rat that's controlling all of your motions. Okay. But I may be pulling that from a Disney movie, so who knows? Mm-hmm. Um, hey, I have a take versus take question. Can I ask mine first? Sure, go for it. Why do cement trucks dress like clowns? What? This is not a dad joke. Why do they all have polka dots on the side of them? Oh. Maybe it's to stand out so people miss them because you're like, oh, look at that cement truck. That's funny. Maybe I should like drive around because if this... they were dressed as camo, you you know, or had camo painted on them, you drive right into them. Is right? this an OSHA thing? I mean, is there a, like you've got to have red and yellow and green? Mm-hmm. Maybe they're just all having, the primary colors dots on the side of your truck. Maybe they're just having fun with their job, you know. When I was a kid, zhuzh it up, right? You using that now? it up. I didn't. Re- I didn't remember seeing that. I think it wasn't until I moved to the south that they started dressing like clowns. What is? I, somebody out there's got to know. There's got to be a reason, right? Jamie's out there yelling like, "At least have your tires match your uniform." All of these yeah, bright neon jeans. It's true. Yeah, I would. Okay. If someone's like legitimate, legitimately, if someone said it's really like it's a silly thing, so people notice them more, I would be like, okay, that makes sense. Okay, I was just wondering that today, but I don't know. I'm sorry, I don't know the. Sorry, I completely went off topic. You can, you can. Your the floor is now yours to ask your silly questions. Thank you. Now mm-hmm. put your chef hat back on after oh you've boy. taken your construction hat. Uh, I don't know about you guys. We are still trying to at this point dig our way through Turkey. Like there's just so much Turkey left. Um, I want you guys to give me a new food item to make out of the leftover turkey. Speaking of zhuzhing it up, help me out with this turkey. Best dish wins. It has to be new? Yeah. It can't be just, oh, just microwave it. 
We've done that like seven times, it feels like, since Thanksgiving. So I can't say turkey pot pie? Oh, you absolutely. That's perfect. Okay, well, give me turkey pot pie. I'm in. I like. Do you like a good pot pie? I do. I love them. It's really good. Mm-hmm. Especially this time of year. Yeah. Where it's cold out. Not too hot for chili. Not too hot for pot pies. Yeah. I'm, I'm a, in. I'm a big fan. Benjamin? You said it has to be new, correct? Mm-hmm. But but mine's not like I didn't just invent that, right? No, there, I'm not saying you have to like. There's turkey pot pies out there. It just can't be regular turkey. Yeah, you can't just microwave it. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Because originally I was gonna take a little John Madden approach, do a turducken with turkey dressing, duck dressing, and chicken. That's a lot. That's a lot. But I'm kind of feeling a sort of a salad vibe here. Like sometimes you would put grilled chicken, like Chick Fil A does. Uh mm-hmm. Except use it, sprinkle it with turkey this time. I like where your head's at, except that it's a salad. Again, this is the this is more of a me problem. Um, good option. I bet it would. I'm be gonna good. go with the pot pie. I bet it would be good. I bet it would be good. Yeah. I'm just not a salad at home, or salad not as like a starter yeah. for a meal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, side. Yeah. Um, but that's a great way to be health conscious. Yeah. And I probably should be <laughs> like, that sounds good. I should give you the point. But I'm going to give the uh, crust and the uh, sauce and all the other stuff with the, goes in. The goodness that is a pot pie. Sure. Point. You don't even need the meat. Just the sauce and the veggies and the... Like, uh, you don't need it, but I like yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, me too. I like it. Uh, all right, Ben. Now, this has gone away a little bit. Online shopping, which is this is a good thing, not a complaint. The... Uh, the Black Friday fist fights, mm-hmm. I think, are lessening. But mm-hmm. if you were to deck someone's halls over an item on sale, what would it have to be <laughs> for you to fight someone to get this ridiculously good deal and or savings? Oh, it's easy. It's going to be either an Xbox Series X or Series S because my Xbox One keeps turning on by itself in the middle of the night waking me up. Oh, you have a Sick and tired Xbox. of it. It, you may have my cat in your apartment because he does that randomly. Just goes up to it and like, I don't know if he if if it's picking up like his breath, or if he's actually putting his nose on it. But every once in a while he does that. So maybe maybe my cat's in your apartment. Well, it's gotten to the point where I'm unplugging the silly thing and just oh man, not worrying about it. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm in. I'm going a used car because. If you are looking for a new car, well, you can get that anywhere. You can order it. You can have it shipped in or whatever. But if you want a specific used car and you want it in certain mileage and you want it in a certain color and all the above, but you don't want to chase it halfway around the world. So let's say there's a dealership in your city that's like, all right, Black Friday deal, all cars 25% off, okay? And you, Clint, are looking for a cherry red Mazda Miata. Miata. Okay, is that a word? Is that a car? Hakuna Matata, yes. yes. Okay. Cherry red. And you go, and somebody there is also, hey, man, I'm looking at this Mazda here. This is good looking. I, I I, think I might like this. You're fully well knowing, hey, there's not like, I can't just, oh, here's another one next to it that's used with the same mileage that you're looking for and all that. Mm-hmm. This is the one, okay? Or you're having to search, you're having to go drive to the Metroplex, to go get it, which is now it's lots of time, or you're paying for it to be shipped in, but there's one right here in town. Mm-hmm. So I think, you know, a little quick kick to the shin while they're down, grab this dealer, sign on the dotted line. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, they're getting up a little bit mad. By then, you're like, okay, come at me, bro. I'm just going to drive out of here in my red <laughs> Mazda. As someone who's purchased both, not, not specifically a Mazda Miata, but has done both purchasing, uh-huh. I got to say, I never want to car shop ever again. Ever, ever. I hope my truck lasts forever. And I may make it. Like, flat tires in the back, facing the wrong direction, air conditioning, radio. Nothing works anymore. (laughs) There's not a windshield. There's not a place to put the windshield. Like, it looks like it has been through 20 wrecks. I'm going to drive it. I don't want to. I don't want to do that ever again. Uh, Jamie with the win. Love the Xbox answer, though. That's a good one. Uh, Technology is always a safe one. Dude, that would freak me out, Ben. 
Your haunted Xbox? Your haunted Xbox. Just turning on in the middle of the night. I've that, done research. They say it could be dust particles mm, going across mm. the power button, which... Very heavy dust at your house. Well, we live in Lubbock. I, mean, so <laughs> I get it. Fans going. You don't have a cat that could r- rub I, up against it or something. Again, I think mm-hmm. mine's my the one of the three is smart enough. He he's the only cat with all of the brain cells. Mm-hmm. He's collected between all three. So if one of them were to be able to like open the door and come back before we knew, it would be him. He's like, yeah, I'm just going out, turning on people's Xboxes and coming back. It's my <laughs> nightly routine, freaking them out. Uh, all right, going for the sweep. Going for the sweep. I may have to uh, set this question up, and we may have to get an answer on the other side. But I I like giving complete college football game omnipotence. I'm going to do this conference championship style. I will give you three of this weekend's conference championships to hand decide the fates of these teams. And you can even say how it will go. Who is winning what? You get three. I get three. Three. Okay, so clearly I'm taking the... No, I'm not. I'll let you guys simmer. Like a good turkey pot pie. Yeah. And let (laughs) it simmer inside the crust. Actually, I've never made one from scratch. I've only gotten them frozen. Mm-hmm. And or from certain restaurants. Mm-hmm. I assume you have to let it simmer in there for a while as you bake. That's at least, it's, it's, I guess simmer is probably the wrong term. Super soupy if you like pull it out of the oven and then immediately get into yeah. it. Yeah. You got to let it. Oh, then you have, to let it, you have to let it sit too. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. I, you know, the, like the, the food's too hot, but you're just <laughs> your way through it. That's what I do with pot pies. A hundred percent. Will not. I do not do the let it cool thing. All right. You guys are. <laughs> I'm going to let it simmer. We'll come back. We'll get your answers. We'll see if Jamie busts out a broom. It's the bottom line 100.7, the score. Bringing you the truth or something like the truth. This is the Bottom Line Podcast from 100.7, the score. It's got Jamie Wright, Ben Foreman. Jamie with a 2-0 lead. I have given you the chance to decide the fate of three conference championships this weekend. Mm-hmm. Jamie, you're up first. Okay. Um, give me Tulane because I don't want SMU winning any conference championship. Oh, okay. Okay. So was that the American? Yeah. That's the uh-huh. thing? Uh-huh. uh-huh. So give me Tulane. Give me Iowa in the Big 12 title game because I just don't want to hear about Jim Harbaugh in Michigan anymore. Oh, the story of the... Uh... Yes. They survived with yes, Jim Harbaugh. Just, just get rid of that. And give me... What was my third one? Uh, give me Oregon over Washington. I want the team that we played so close to end up in the title game. Or, I mean, end up in the playoff. When you talk about chaos of the of the big boy conferences, Michigan losing... That's like a 23.5-point line in a conference championship. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. That is hilarious to me. And I'll... which which was more than the over under in Iowa's last game. <laughs> like if of all the upsets that could have ever happened in a there's something that would be hilariously satisfying um to see Iowa that keeps on winning while keep on hitting the under which somehow has defensed their way to what ten year, ten wins? They're ten and two this year. Crazy. And, and in a year where you're looking at the mirror, contractually knowing he is going to finally have to fire his son for being the terrible offensive coordinator, if all of that equaled them upsetting Michigan, that would be the funniest thing ever. Mm-hmm. I, I just and, and by the way, and let it be a high scoring game too. Yeah, fifty-six, fifty-three. Oh yeah. Look, let, I mean, again, you're in control. So yeah, Iowa, <laughs> Iowa just put up sixty points. They scored more in the Big Ten championship than they have all, all season year. Long. <laughs> <laughs> um, by the way, maybe I'm just holding on to something I shouldn't be holding on to. Why didn't the uh, interim coach cry after beating Ohio State, but he did after Penn State? Why didn't we get a "This is for you"? 
Sounding like Jim Harbaugh was still dead. Gosh. Why didn't we get the uh, uh, the after post game I mean, obituary just again? Just imagine turning tuning into the, I mean, to the semifinals and just the whole Jim Harbaugh story. I mean, over and over and over again, and they'll make it seem like Michigan has overcome all odds mm-hmm. to get here. They did it with a, you know, they had to. They didn't even have their coach for a couple games or three games, and they still are. No, whoa, whoa, whoa. Dude didn't have cancer, okay? Mm-hmm. Dude wasn't um, didn't join the Peace Corps for three weeks, okay? His team was cheating. Let's stop mm-hmm. making him like a hero. And he got to like he got to do everything you do for preparation. Yeah. And then just said, "Hey, everybody else on Saturdays, do your job. job. Yeah. Do your job." Yeah. Yeah, I'm not ready for that. Get that, I, get that out of the playoffs. I I I hope actually. As far as like, other, things that I think are realistic, I hope they go up against Georgia, and it'll be the one time I'm like, Georgia, if you want to win this one by 60 and make this the worst championship game again, I'm in. Yeah. And the it. best part is that if Michigan lost that game, you know they would just stink out loud in the in the bowl game. Oh, They yeah. wouldn't want to be there, and mm-hmm. they'd probably lose that one badly too. All right, I like your three. I was not expecting a two-lane, but I like the reasoning. I, just, ben? I don't want SMU winning anything. So I'm going to ride along the same train with Iowa over Michigan because I just can't stand uh-huh. the press. Uh, Oregon over Washington. And I have Louisville over Florida State. Because mm. you don't want FSU in. That, and they don't have their starting quarterback. Now, their backup's decent. He's serviceable. He. Yeah, okay, so here's what... I'm surprised neither of you have <clears throat> taken the layup yet. Here's what I would fear, Ben. Somehow, Texas ends up getting in. Yeah, that's what. Like for me, that's that's what I fear. I didn't take that. That's not a layup to me because I probably hate the other orange team worse than I do the Longhorns. Okay. Uh-huh. I seriously, yeah. I I'll be rooting for Texas on Saturday. Really? I won't watch, but I'll be rooting for it. <laughs> I think if it was. No, I still would be rooting for Oklahoma State. I was going to say maybe it would be different if it was like winner is into the college football playoff, but I mean obviously the, Cow- I don't want the Cowboys Texas have to get no in shot. the playoff. I don't yeah. want Texas to get in the playoff. That's why I would like I would go ch- I would have went um I just because I feel like I was about other than the Iowa game, I was going opposite cuz I'm also rooting for Washington cuz again, I'm rooting for chalk. <laughs> um well, I guess if you're saying rooting for chalk, Oregon's the favorite. I'm rooting for the undefeated to stay undefeated so you don't get Texas in there. Right. Um, Jamie with the sweep. The two-lane one won me over. Um, yeah, I'm. give me Florida State to win, and you have to put them without Jordan Travis knowing that Texas would probably wax them sure. into the college football playoff. Give me Washington, who has played down to opponents at time this year um, and have had to kind of survive – some of the, the the worst teams in the Pac-12, and knowing Texas looking at them going, we could beat these guys, or you would think would have a shot at beating them. Um, yeah, that's that's the way that I would go. Is it focusing in on one team too much? Maybe, but who cares? Uh, congratulations. Great round. Yippee. Great round. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. It was a real 57 to 7 out there. This on the Yates. I'm just kidding. I was closer than that. I'm just kidding. <laughs> this on the Yates Flooring Center chat from Bullfighter. Cannot believe Helga said that to you, Jamie. Okay. <laughs> uh, Sneed gets called Captain Sneed a ruin town. Thanks to Clint. I'm curious how many little croutons Jamie gets around town. No. I don't think I get that one very much. Yeah. I, I, I can't remember recently getting in it, it at all. Mm. Uh, this from Steven also, did UT put in backups Friday or are they just that nasty? I think they did. I yeah. think they did in, mm-hmm. the, in the third and fourth quarter. Well, I mean, Arch Manning was in there. Mm-hmm. That was, uh, yeah, that's true. His, I mean, he's the third string. If you're being, yeah, they just skipped over their second string. (laughs) I don't remember. Did the second was Murphy in there ever? I don't think he was. No, they just. What I I wonder Mm. if Malik Murphy, if that was like a, I don't, I don't know his situation. If that was like a red shirt thing or what? Yeah, maybe so. Um, but if not, if you're Malik Murphy, I'm going. 
Well, I was the backup. Like, I want to play against that yeah. defense right <laughs> now. On. Malik Murphy enters the transfer portal. Uh, this on the Yates flooring center chat line. Jamie, compare Georgia, Michigan, Florida State, Washington, and Texas to NBA teams. What? <laughs> Matt got this too. <laughs> compare. <laughs> My Use desire to do the rest of the show has just gone. Glad we saved that. Yeah, that's great. Um, compare them to... So I have to match them with an NBA team? Yeah. Okay, give me the teams again. <laughs> Who's first? Georgia, Michigan, Florida State, Washington, and Texas. I, I can't answer this question. <laughs> Michigan... Matt, who's a noted NBA fan, couldn't either. Just wanted to give you the chance. I think Michigan is the Lakers because everybody hates them right now. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Um, That's fair. Washington is <clears throat> Washington is the Mavs Ooh. because their quarterback's super fun to watch. Yeah. And so is the Mavs, a.k.a. Luka. Uh-huh. They also don't play defense very well at times. So okay. Pretty Mavs-ish. Who are the other teams? Georgia? Georgia. Um, Nuggets? Georgia is the Nuggets since they've won the most recent. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. And who else? There was one other? Uh, two others. You also oh. have Florida State. Can I give them... Can Florida I, can, State. Can I answer? Go ahead. I'm going to go Boston because they've had success in their past and they keep on getting hyped up when it comes down to it. They don't really have recent success okay i was gonna go with phoenix for them because they it feels like every year oh this is phoenix year ah this is phoenix year Mm -hmm. it's never their year john paxson's still dropping in threes to beat them (laughs) were you too old enough to ever watch john paxson play i i were you born what year you were born i was 92 okay you were alive yeah i was alive but it was not alive it didn't stick with me it was not alive you didn't give texas um. Can I have the Lakers back? <laughs> then the Lakers twice. Yes. Uh, it is the bottom line, 100.7, the score. Hour number three coming up next. Getting to the point, but taking the scenic route to get there. This is the Bottom Line Podcast from 100.7, the score. Welcome back to the uh, bottom line. You got us on 100.7, score. And 107thescore.com. Clint's t-shirts uh, stand now selling uh, the Italian cartoon Gino the Rabbit. So if you uh, are interested, hit me up after the show. I'll be mm-hmm, over there in mm-hmm, front of the stand. Mm-hmm. Uh, also selling some of the leftover turkey. Now the turkey pot pies. And if you're a, a little heavy set, the turkey salads also over there. No ranch dressing, though. That or so-and-so <laughs> looks like a pickleball player. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Enter name there so you can just write it in. So just put that on the front of the shirt. Mm-hmm. You look like a pickleball player. Oh, that would be easy. You look like a pickler. <laughs> tennis mixer. That was a fun thing to say earlier. <laughs> tennis mixer. Uh, Jamie just just smashed out there. I would not say that. Just I, I did mean, not smash just anyone. Gonzo. Did not out hit there. anyone. It was uh, teams of two, but he was seeing teams of eight out there. You know, Clint would probably enjoy this, but at one point I was playing a match against my wife. Your wife is competitive. Yes. My wife, not super competitive. So I wonder if my partner got mad when I would be like, oh, good shot. Just, oh, yeah, I'm going to hit it right back to her. Oh, good shot. Yeah, go cross court now. So I'm coaching the opponent against me. That's for after the match. That's because it's even more fun because then you can say all the things you did wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Going to hit a drop shot now. Start moving forward. Here it comes. All right. I've I've made a 30-page PowerPoint on why we beat you. So you're going to have to sit down. (laughs) Yeah. I can imagine Clint would air it out towards his wife, right? Oh, when we played pickleball once. She's she's very competitive. Oh, yes. We are. We, uh. 
may or may not have an ongoing score tracker Running. since we've been married. <laughs> Good luck with that. Yeah, one of our biggest arguments was if uh, a something that was kind of a not planned competition should count or not. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah, I would. That's the that's always my biggest advice to people. Like now, like we're we're in year six for us, so now I feel like now is the time I can say like. You know, in my time, in my marriage, like this is what I've learned and can give advice to young newlyweds. If you're in year one, I would just say compete in everything. <laughs> we're, Nothing's not a competition. We're, we're a little bit farther down the road than six. And um, mm-hmm. and we don't compete. We'll learn that. We'll learn that. <laughs> we'll get there. We don't compete. We'll uh, it's time for Tell Me I'm Wrong. You can't say I'm wrong to that. That wasn't it. I wasn't offering that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Jamie has uh, tell me I'm wrong. Yeah, I don't even suggest trying to win arguments with your wife. Just find a way to end them. Don't try to win them. The only way to end it is win it. That's what I always say. <laughs> All right. Here is what I am going to tell you guys today. Why is Ben yelling Jerry in the background? <laughs> The most disappointing slash important plays of the season, two of them, both happened in non-conference play. So think to yourself, if I could change two plays, what two would I change? I'm here to tell you the two most important that could have changed things were in non-conference play. Oh, man. So I'm going to guess. So I, to answer this question, I think you have to look at Big 12 play mm-hmm. in the games that you lost. Right. And say, could one play have changed the outcome? Yeah, I mean, you uh, after scoring against Texas, you don't allow that 69-yard touchdown. Things could have been different. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, man. It's, it's, I, I don't think I can disagree with, cause I'm, cause this is what I'm guessing that you're, <laughs> okay. uh, you're going Oregon and I think you can go either interception, but most likely the ending interception. Yeah. The, the one that, mm-hmm. right. But I would also buy into, if you wanted to do the first pick where you had confusion on the Jordan Brown, Jared Bradley okay. route that I still don't understand from Tyler Shuck. Cause it felt like you had all the momentum up to that yep. point. I would buy into other one. I was I, thinking I, the last one. one. I was going the last one. Um, and then Wyoming. I guess just the last play. I was going for the fourth down stop. Yeah. That you didn't get. Yeah. That they scored right. and then they made the two point conversion. Yeah. So, yeah, I agree. I Because I can't come up with another play. Like I, West Virginia would be the questionable one. And it just happened a long time ago and it was raining that day. So, you know, it was a while ago. Is there one play in that game that would have changed that? Not that you were just rolling and then again maybe your season's completely different too change the Tyler Shuck injury could I could I try to convince you of that I don't think you could yeah I'm not gonna try that hard I'm just trying to come up with other things mm-hmm. because outside of that there, I'm I mean and even with that that game was just so I stagnant mean, and so Kind of ugly. Okay, here's an argument against me. Mm-hmm. What if you changed the play where Baron Morton got hurt against Kansas State? Maybe you don't win that game, but you probably win against BYU the next week. I think that's a good one um, because you couldn't choose anything after he went out. It would have to be something early in that game. And it was pretty early, wasn't it? Yeah, and that's... That that's he a, got speared and, over there on the sideline? Yeah, and that, but that was also like something lingering heading into that, right? Yeah, true. Um, true, he wasn't 100%. So can I change one in a win? <laughs> <laughs> Whichever one. Yeah, whatever the original source <laughs> of the problem, can I change that well, one? Well, no, the original source of the problem came in West Virginia. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah, so can I change that one? Not to win that game, but maybe to keep him around in the second half of Kansas State and more importantly to me. and the, That BYU one, I know that second half was gross against Kansas State. I know the Texas one you just played was horrible. I know 
Oregon would have been a massive win early, and it felt like you gave it away. The BYU one is the one I have the hardest time with because BYU was the worst team out of that group. Yeah, but I I just think of you just you just weren't playing with a full deck. That sounds wrong. But no, and I but that's why. Yeah, and that's why because it was the game that was just like the West Virginia one bothers me more because I felt like even though he supposedly was not one hundred percent, I still think you should have been able to win that game and. Just didn't like your offensive game plan in the first half at all. Yeah. Really, at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and then defensively you have, uh, which I'm, I'm not saying you didn't play well enough to win because you did, but you had some letdowns there on the back end. Sure. Like as soon as you scored, you even, and then it was like, okay, yeah. well, here's this drive that all of a sudden Mar- Marischal or Maraschino Cherry or whatever his name was looked like God's gift to quarterbacking for the Mountaineers, even though he was terrible up to that point. <laughs> So speaking of Baron Morton, are you as confused as I am? Um, I mean, we had heard coming into this thing that you were as healthy as you had been in a, since West Virginia, mm-hmm. and he just did not look right on Saturday. Was it just the I was mental confu- part I was, of? I was confused with the outing. I I didn't because I looked at the Kansas game, and I felt. Something is not right with him. Like he is still banged up, and he still very well could be that way against Texas. The vibe that I got from it is you were just getting beat down right now, and he's having a bad game on top of it. Your wide receivers aren't helping you. Um, I mean, you go to uh, was it was it uh, Dre McCray early early on? Huge drop. Huge drop. And again, that's not one that you'd put into your argument. Like everything would have changed if you would have caught yeah. that ball. But like stuff like that, and I think added next, up on the next drive when he throws one up there, and the tallest receiver we have can't outfight a guy. Yeah. So for, uh, and, and then you're fifty fifty ball. And then you can't you can't protect him from an incredible defensive line, mm-hmm. which is a lot of offensive lines that have said that, but yours especially on Saturday. I think it was just all added up. Where it could have been maybe, you know, there's something to where it was still hanging around and you're still waiting for him to get all the way healthy. I think it was more that you just flat out got beat by Texas and in the second half, as much as the wheels were already off, like they were in the alleyway by the time the game was over, by quarter number three was over. To me. Yeah. I don't know. I'm confused um, on my own personal feelings about Baron Morton. I felt like at the end of last season, I was higher on him than I am right now. I still would have liked to have seen him start the year and be the guy all season long. Mm -hmm. Um, Felt he was the most talented guy in the group. But I don't know. I'm a little confused on where I am with him right now. I would say I, I think a lot of people's like and, like their whatever projected ceiling of him. It's not like wow he's he's actually terrible. We were all wrong. No, I don't think but, that. But but I think it's lowered. I don't think you're because I'm a little as far as that goes. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what to think either. Yeah, and obviously injuries were a big factor. Yeah. I just don't know how much. It's hard to wade through yeah. some of that. It's the bottom line. One hundred point seven. The score. This has been the Bottom Line Podcast from one hundred point seven. The score. Go to one hundred seven. The score. dot com for more from the Double T Sports Network.